0: Welcome to this week's edition of the SME Corner for MoneyWeb, but today we speak to Kukungabinde, who's the CEO and founder of Kuku Intimates. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you. Talk to us about Kuku Intimates. What do you do? Um, Google Intimates is
1: quite simply the first skin colored underwear range for brown skin tones in Africa. And basically what I've done is taken the concept of nude underwear, which previously has not been representative of women of color. Right. And I decided that why can't nude be my skin tone? And I just embarked on the project to find what are the basic shades that I could start by developing into the market, but also building a brand that can Say more than just the product and start to redefine how all brown skin toned women feel about themselves and see themselves because of the conversations we've all been having over the last couple of
0: years. I'm glad you raised the issue about conversations that uh, people around you have. How did that help propel you to start an actual business? Because this conversation and you can take it as blasé, but to actually start an entire business out of that.
1: Scary, but I I think I've read enough of inspirational articles and books around founders of businesses who started businesses out of a personal need. Uh This was genuinely a personal need. In fact, the first day I actually verbally asked the question about what other brown skin toned women were doing underneath their white shirts and white t-shirts, I hadn't even thought about it as a business. It was more, I was just literally looking for like heads up from other women like what do you do it's hot I'm wearing a layered vest underneath this white shirt because I had to present in front of a room full of people and I was so conscious of my underwear showing and I guess they, as the saying goes, you need something that bothers you enough because of how challenging it's been. All I've ever wanted was all of those women that come back and go, I can't wait to buy it. Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to buy it is what's kept me going. So taking it from the conversation about identity was when I first realized how big the problem was, I just literally sat with the ladies at the advertising agency where I was working at the time. Mm-hmm. And when I just saw that group of ladies and I was like, even if I make a hundred, mm. even if I figure this out and make a hundred, this would have been fun. But as a brand strategist i was also getting a bit bored right. and complacent within my role and i thought you know what actually if brands are going to be innovative they're going to have to stand for something so i was uh-huh. like so what does this brand that brings these shades of underwear to yeah. market stand for and i wanted it to stand for confidence for being comfortable in your own skin for being changing the narrative of how we talk about ourselves because i think one of the biggest things for me was in looking at shade names mm. It was like, why is it food? Like, we mocha, we caramel, we chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, like, it's always annoyed me. Even with makeup brands, I've moved away from makeup brands that, 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 yeah. And Mm. it's always been so stereotyped. And I'm like, I feel like this is what also fuels the conversations around this shade is prettier than that shade, Uh because I think it starts to become associated with other things. And I was like, but if you're beautiful, no matter what shade you are, can't I find a way to call these shades beautiful,
0: Uh no matter what shade it is?
1: And eventually deciding to be a truly African brand, I decided to use the word beauty in different African languages, so as to really be part of the conversation.
0: How has the market received you so far?
1: Listen, it's been great. I think one of the most comforting things when we go through the struggle as entrepreneurs, the funding struggles, the Uh, F word that everybody talks about. I've been deep within the wiles of it because one of the biggest things I knew to do with the system as the way I saw it and observed it was I need to show proof of interest. Uh So I went bold and decided to preview the range with just 20 something women in a room and we laid the product out. And I think We joke about breaking the internet. We broke the internet. Our website crashed. The click-throughs to it. Women hadn't even realized they needed the product until I showed them what it could look like. And that's not even the whole. I've just done a basic range to test the market. Mm -hmm. So I get invited to corporates to come and look, see, and feel in touch because all women are waiting for is let us know when you have product in hand, when you're ready to ship, when you're ready to ship. And that's basically the race, the race to shipping to market while the market is hot Mm -hmm. because the interest has been great. I mean, we've had great interviews. We've had I've shown it a few pop ups um, so that I can get women to give me that proof to go to funders and potential funders and say here. And
0: I guess that's still part of the journey is to find the right source of, of, of capital for my business. Interesting. The right source of capital. What type of funder are you looking for? Are you looking for somebody to buy into the company, buy a stake or somebody to be an angel investor? What are you looking for in terms of uh, the funding vehicle? I think in retrospect with what's gotten me this far is
1: ideas that are breakthrough and ideas that challenge the way things generally have been without changing too much, require a level of emotional investment alongside it. And hence, I've kind of, as the rejection has come from funding institutions in terms of the stage of my business, everyone Mm. kind of gets it, male, female. They get it when I talk about it. But the funding institutions, formal and that, have kind of said they don't do seed funding. So at this point, you need somebody who would have a personal understanding of the issue and who would have a you know, foresight to join in on the vision of how we can literally do two things with the product, functionally, give women literally more confidence by being able to wear underwear that is representative of their skin tones, not just from a pride perspective, but to be able to better blend with those clothing items, but somebody who can see where this market can go. Uh So an angel investor for me is probably likely to be the kind of capital, but an angel investor who has an access to some kind of new knowledge and new new markets for right. me. Because to still say I'm on my own in this business, I haven't diluted equity thus far, was because I really have been looking for somebody who brings something that can make this a truly African brand because it is beyond a South African problem. Yeah. And the issue of identity that I've started to talk to is much bigger. So I want somebody who's got a... A bit of guts to go through it. I mean, for me to resign and leave my job, all I've done is just show the guts that I have um, and and the passion for the business and the belief in it. I'm looking for a funder who will
0: walk the journey with me and mirror that. Where do the guts come from? You leave a cushy corporate job, (laughs) which you've been working hard at, and you start this brand new baby. I don't find it a different path. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, my life has been
1: a consistent journey and path to creating Right. I mean, going into journalism, I studied to be in radio and TV. I wanted to be a producer. I wanted to do all of these things. But all I realized was I wanted to tell stories. Mm -hmm. So coming across a company like Unilever when I was in varsity, that said, come and tell brand stories. And I was like, I didn't even know the term was being used in, you know, marketing culture speak was I wanted to be the customer custodian. I wanted to be Ah. the brand custodian. So I've always been in that journey. And this for me is just an extension of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I moved from mainstream corporate working on different brands. I went to an advertising agency as a strategist. Yeah. I've gone freelance. So not, I haven't left my path because what gave birth to this brand is what I do. Right. So I've always made sure I keep that stream of creativity, that stream of inspiration coming from big brands, some I love working on smaller businesses Mm -hmm. that need help with brand positioning, because every time I go back to my own business, my mind is that much more open. So I didn't change paths for me. I just Mm -hmm. advanced the career, the career to actually creating something tangible and creating my own brand for a change. Yeah. Than working on other people's brands. So the challenge was definitely worth it. Every other day I think back and I'm like, geez, this is my life. As challenging as it is, this is my life. Yes. I wake up and I can make decisions around something that women are already feeling back. They don't they haven't worn it yet. And they're mm. like, I love I love mm. this about it.
0: And already for me, that's been making it a lot worth it. And your creative background gives you a distinctive advantage. How do you yeah. plan on using that strategically? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I've, I've been ter- I've been using the term creative strategist for a while because I struggled in corporate with where I was told my role stopped and started. I've mm. always been that child who said, "But why? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. why? Why? What makes you think I can't do that as well?" So. This brand has been such a blessing for me because I've been truly able to go far back into who I am, which Mm -hmm. is quite creative, but quite analytical. So to be able to see a few steps ahead of a lot of things, like to see with the conversation about makeup of almost two years ago, Mm -hmm. that it should get here with underwear. So I've collided those two and I almost, I moonlight as the creative director of Google Intimates, I literally have gone to the point where I've started to direct my own. I know what the end looks like. Mm. When you look at the shoot and what we did, I had help, but I saw those visions a year ago. I saw those pictures. And every time I walk in there, we've done a shoot again recently with another group of non models, beautiful young Ah. ladies. Um, And every time I'd say, I see her like this. And when I look at the images and I'm like, yes, this is all I wanted to do is to merge the strategy with then what does it
0: look like? Mm. What does the solution actually feel like? That's my favorite part. Wonderful. Where to then for the company as a whole? What can we expect from you? Look, any day now is um, a big launch I've dreamt about for
1: about two years to the day. And it's palpable. I can feel it. I think the biggest hurdle we have to cross as a milestone for the brand is in securing that pilot capital. Mm -hmm. And we land immediately into a 10 to 11 um, store distribution list with partners that are women of color, reaching women of color, over 10,000 database. So going non-traditional in our approach, you expect to see us in where women are going to find beauty in themselves or Um, to beautify themselves. Expect to find us there because we want to celebrate Brown's beautiful skin. And also expect to see us in more collaborations because the reason I went into business was to be able to show this is what I'm good at, but it's going to be a collective of people good at what they're good at that's going to make great things. So expect to see me in new collaborations. I'm more encouraged i am more inspired to really go through with the pictures in my head some are crazy yeah. but i think it's where we need to go as women creating solutions
0: for ourselves we need to women would kill me if i don't ask you about sizes <laughs> who do you cater for do you cater for all of us i intend to cater mm-hmm. for all of us i
1: think the trick about going into business being an entrepreneur at the time myself was i need to bite off what i can choose so get go to ahead. a minimum viable product so what i'm launching within this pilot is five shades Mm of brown in sizes 32A to 38D because of the capacity of research I had in the market was, okay, I'm very sure that buying in the current retail market are these sizes. Mm -hmm. I also came across like distinct feedback from plus-sized women who we're also struggling with the European and U.S. cuts of bras. So mm-hmm. I thought, let me give myself time to land with the concept so I can put more energy behind developing a size chart that is representative of African women. All right. Collaborating with, I've had a swimwear brand for plus sizes approach me and say, let's wow. work together.
0: Yeah.
1: Um a different clothing um brand that appeals to a, a bigger size I, I don't know i don't know how i feel about the term plus size because yep. it's plus what <laughs> you know really it has its so own for me politics, um yeah. i'm i'm in the business yeah. of trying to get that fit that function that form and to make you feel beautiful feel so good. it is going to be the widest skin colored underwear range most representative of african women so if it is size
0: and shade Mm-hmm. It'll be included in Google Intimates over the next year or two. I personally can't wait and wish you all the best. Thank you and thank you for having me. Thank you for your time. That was Gukun Ngabinde, the CEO and founder of Gugu Intimates.